Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Welcome back to season six. So yeah. excited you guys are joining us. You excited, baby? I am. All right. Let's... I've been sitting here waiting. Okay. Just so you guys know. Our setup is a lot simpler now than in the beginning when we first started doing the old podcast. Yeah. And so just he he said that right now with a little bit of a snarky tone. <laughs> and I heard the snark. And I'll tell you why. Because I always am like, okay, well, you go get ready. And then when you're ready for like the podcast, then I'll come in and we'll, we'll record. And then he's just like... Like he's ready, Wait. and then he says, mm. "You didn't say go get ready. You said go get it set up." Yeah, and I'll be right there. And I said, "Wait a minute! Literally, I'm always sitting here waiting for you to finish setting up because you got to get your laptop out. You got to, you know, get your Lacroix or bubbly, whatever sparkling <laughs> drink you decide that day. Get it rocking. You know, all these things." Talk, talk a little trash to me. <laughs> I don't know what you speak up. <laughs> when we coach, you say go get set up. And I do. I have to because we coach, you know, we have to set up a little thing in here for coaching because it would be weird. You sitting in that chair, me sitting in this chair, you know, like how far away would the, you know, Camera. tablet have yeah. to be for us to. So, so we do set it up different for coaching. So that makes sense. Okay, well, but, whatever. Anyways, I hope you all heard the snark yeah. in that little comment, too. <laughs> so we want to start off today the same way that we do every single week, which is a yeah. review from one of you. I am going to butcher this username, and I already know it. So I guess I'm just going to go for it. I say lo, Loa Lao K Quick. Okay, maybe that's what we're gonna go with then. Uh, <laughs> Whoever this is, you can DM and, and tell us if this is like an abbreviation bad. or how badly we butchered this. Yeah. But it says God is so good. It says marriage has gone through some changes in the last year, new careers, two of three kids becoming teens. We hear that, Oof. and just a busy season in our lives. Re recently discovered you all on IG and started the podcast over the weekend. I have found a newfound hope for reconnecting in my marriage, and I've already got my husband listening. Also, thanks for being the light when I was trying to navigate alone in the dark. Now, excuse me while I continue to listen to your previous episodes, mm. which I thought was, was really so cool. cute. Yeah. And you know, it's like we always tell people to start at episode eighty, and <laughs> whenever we tell people to listen, and it's like. We clearly have a ton of content before that, and yeah. it's it's worth listening to. Yes, but it's just like our our heart, our story starts yeah. at episode eighty. Oddly yeah. enough, <laughs> yeah. it just sounds really bad when you when you say that to somebody. Yeah. I don't think like I wanted to say like we hit like we finally got our footing, but that's not true. I think we got our footing way earlier, but you know it was like well we had a plan for eighty. And as we were recording, the plan changed. Mm -hmm. So it was a God thing. So that's why I think that. Yeah. And just like you, know. you really get to know kind of the reason we started everything. Yeah. 
starting there. But it's interesting because it's like we get embarrassed if people start at episode one when they go listen to our podcast, even though we haven't listened to it. I I don't even, I literally probably would be embarrassed if we listened to the first couple episodes. I've only heard clips of all the episodes. Yes, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) Brad's like, don't, I don't want to know. I don't don't want to know. Anyway. (laughs) We're so thankful for each of you guys that keep leaving reviews. And I mean, I will tell you that literally in the last like few weeks, there have been reviews that you guys have sent in that have brought us to tears. Oh yeah. Um, And and so I just think it's so amazing to get a chance to see what, what God does. That's honestly what it is. It's just, it's a no, it is. I mean, me too. I've even been brought, like when she says we, it's literally both of us. It's not like, you know, figuratively. Yes, I do shed tear clearly shed tear notice there was no plurality there (laughs) i shed tear on occasion i feel like that's more like of a proper way to say it i don't know why (laughs) i don't know it feels like it's proper it feels proper because it's you yeah and so like it's to me it's an elevated way of saying that you're crying oh i shed tear okay (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) when a real man cries he shed tear (laughs) (laughs) like what in the world i don't know just all i can think of then is the one lone yeah like like, the 80s commercial yeah just like don't litter the 80s 80s commercial don't litter no um no no i do like there are tons of um reviews that get me emotional for sure i mean yeah i'm i'm an emotional person i guess i don't know it's weird i mean i cried a top gun like come on are you serious that was a happy ending <laughs> so much <laughs> so much american America. nostalgia like i couldn't help it <laughs> he cracked me up <laughs> so we are talking again today about kind of a subject that's been coming up repeatedly in our coaching and, yeah. and like we've been saying if something is coming up repeatedly we do try to have yeah. an, a dedicated space to talk about it so that you guys just have a free yeah. resource that you can go to that we pray helps you guys in your journey in marriage and ultimately in your journey in faith mm-hmm. um, I think if you've listened to us for any period of time you guys know that that is where we're going to push more than anything else is mm-hmm. your faith go to Jesus go to Jesus go to Jesus yeah yeah but this is something that's come up repeatedly so we want to talk about it and that's protecting your emotional capacity I just always like to. Well, I always like to say this. I always ch- feel like I shock. You changed breath. the topic. You didn't How? change the topic. What? At first, it was let's talk about emotional capacity. Like, cool. All right. Then I said, well, shouldn't we just do like capacity? Like, your and we'll talk about this, but yeah, your general I, I feel capacity, like it's all right? Intertwined. Yeah. And then you were like, yes. And now you're saying protect literally before we got on here i tell brad the one thing i don't want you to do (laughs) is to act act shocked when i say what we're going to talk about brad hmm you've changed the topic on me like what i'm not shocked okay i sent you some notes that i took and the very first thing it says is protect emotional capacity Okay. <laughs> like the first thing. <laughs> uh, Anyways, it's all intertwined. I do have dyslexia, so. 
Maybe I missed it. I don't know. Brad has self-diagnosed himself with several things as he's got to be in a... 100%. 100%. I have lately. I know this is totally off topic, but 100% I have. He's like, I could... I think I have ADHD. Not HD. AD. Okay. I'm not hyper. I don't get hyper. But I get... I like the attention deficit disorder. Like, I feel like... Like, just... Sometimes I can't focus. <laughs> so and also another side note today, new level as we age is we go to eat this morning with our family. Yeah. And amazing brunch. It was a blast. A bunch my of friends. My husband and, has to take my glasses. Oh, I forgot my readers, read but menu. here's the deal. <laughs> it was just like, it's like a soft special menu right now. Right. So it was just a little bit tiny. And so I needed, I wanted to, I needed my readers. I didn't have them. <laughs> I should have uh, took a picture of you wearing my glasses. Yeah. You look good, baby, in yeah, my glasses. Uh, if they my daughter laughed. So hard. Yes, well, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> okay, so back to our topic, protecting capacity. And what? So what would you define capacity as? <laughs> yeah, so capacity is, for me, and, and the, I mean, emotional... It's mainly emotional, right? Like, I guess, well, there's a mental capacity, too. And, and Ties together. Physical. I think it all does tie in. Spiritual capacity as well. But it is the... And it's like... It's the ability to be able to... Is that the same thing? Ability and be able to? I just doubled that word. It's the ability to... Um. receive and process uh i want to help you here so man this is how it's so hard for me to define it but here okay here's the thing our capacity when we first started doing unrelenting pursuit right when when the name came up and this was it and let's start you know you're like gung-ho too Right. Like, I mean, you as in like you, right. The mm -hmm. general you, mm -hmm. you're gung ho, right. We were like, yep, I'm really to pursuit. I think that's it. Like, this is what we're going to do. You know, praying about it. Like, this is the way we're going. Let's write a book. And that was before the podcast. And we're like typing away, going crazy. And then it just kind of like, okay, it didn't stop, but it just kind of was like, wait a minute, almost overwhelming. Right. Because then it was like, okay, but we do need to start a podcast. So let's do that. So then we added the podcast, then writing a book, you know, and then trying to like just feeling the stuff out. I can't imagine at that point the capacity, all the capacity we had was social media and the podcast. Mm -hmm. That was it. We like as far as being able to handle more. Mm hmm. Right. That's that's what the capacity is. The, the more you increase your capacity, the more you're able to handle more navigating it the correct way. Mm. Because if you don't have the right capacity, then you're stretched too thin. Something's dropping off. You're not doing something the way it needs to be done. Something is going to drop off. Stretch way too thin. Chaos mentally. Mm -hmm. Right. Your brain feels like it's scattered everywhere. Physically stressed. Right. Like you, you start like you're physically stressed and it's hard to focus. Mm -hmm. And um, spiritually, it's almost like that. Where do I start? 
like what you know like i'm praying for this like you know but okay but nothing's changing like what's where he's probably just sitting there like you're doing too much i haven't asked you to do all these things Mm -hmm. i asked you to do this and so that was us at the beginning if you took if we kept trying to write the book um and start the podcast and dive into social media like we did. If you, if we attempted to do all three of those, I think they all three would have been bad. Mm. Like they all would have been mediocre. And then we're not honoring what God's given us. We're not honoring our story that, that, you know, he's allowed this miracle that he put in our lives. Right. We're not honoring it. We're not honoring our family. Um, for sure. Like our personal life would have started like to, you know, not deteriorate, but like, yeah be chaotic and crumble right and so we we stopped we were like no we're we're putting the book down and we would tell people like close close friends of ours like you know that we would talk about all this stuff that we're dreaming and wanting to do we tell them like we're gonna put the book down for a minute and that minute has has lasted a couple years now right like almost about a year year. but but we're okay with that Mm mm-hmm we're a hundred percent okay with that. Cause it was like, I don't feel that it's time yet. We thought it was time at the beginning, but then once we started doing everything, it was like, wait a minute. No, like we got to do this right. Yeah. And I often think about that. The reality is, is, well, first of all, your definition kind of in a different way is close to the dictionary definition of capacity, which is the maximum maximum amount that something can contain. Yeah. You know, which is, is the reality of what you're saying, right? It's like what your capacity is at one point versus another mm-hmm. and how it stretches and grows and develops. And But I often think about that even now is this reality of knowing what God is preparing us for. 100%. Um, and how that we do have to protect our capacity at any given point yeah. so that God can teach us what he needs to in the seasons that we're in Mm -hmm. so that he can propel us to where he wants us to be. It's so true. You know, the, the scariest, not scariest point, like the scariest points in this journey that we have. Right. And we're, we're going to tie this in. If you're listening, this isn't all, this This isn't isn't all about us. (laughs) Right. I don't want that, but this is a good, it's a mirror of what I think we really want to hit on. Right. And we don't do notes. So just, just to let you know, like we're not falling. You clearly see I sent Brian a few notes and he clearly uh, didn't read the first line. (laughs) But yeah, this will mirror, this is going to mirror a lot in what people are going through that we deal with, that that we get a chance to work with. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say deal with, I don't like that, but we get a chance to work with and it's honor. So this will, this will tie into a lot of that. But anyway, God, when God tells you to move, it's scary, right? Like taking that next step is scary, but wow. Like, I mean, really just, you know, I, I try to really sometimes, cause I'm bad at comparing, you know, this about me. I think everyone that listens to this, <laughs> this pod knows this about me. I'm like horrible at comparing myself to others. Um, and, and like looking at others, like, okay, what are they doing? Why aren't we doing that? You know, things like that. But God didn't tell us to do that, mm-hmm. right? I don't think we had a good definition or a good focus to find piece of what God was telling us at the beginning of this. It was just like start. And we were like, let's do this, you know. And then as we were going, it was like, no, no, no. This is the piece right here, what we're doing now. We wouldn't be 
at what is this episode like 111 11 we wouldn't be here if we did the book did this did social media started coaching you know do do these two-day intensive like all that stuff there's no way there's no way we would have burned ourselves out and we would have put this away mm-hmm. and and then god would have had someone else pick something up right and 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 step into this place and so the scary part is starting and it's and i guess it's it's we talked about last week the waiting period mm-hmm. right and actually like stepping when god tells you to step and and i think and not overstepping Mm. You know, because there's been so many times where God's like, okay, you know, right, take the next step and you, and we take it. And I'm always like, but if I could just take Mm. just that little bit more, I'm going to run. Yeah. Just just take a little run right now. Like, okay, I'm taking (laughs) the next step, but I I could take that step too. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see why we couldn't do that. But then you look back and okay. Like, honestly, right now. So. We have, there's so many people reaching out to us that are in crisis, right? And we want to help every single person and we can't, we can't, we don't have the capacity right now to be able to do that. I work full time. I have a career. I come home and, and Lisa homeschooling does, you know, a little bit of realty here and there. Is that how you say it? Real estate, real estate agent. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit of realty. You know, yeah, right. You know, kind of doing that, and then you coach throughout the day, individuals sometimes. And I even tell you what I tell you all the time: like you you need (laughs) to figure out, you know, maybe a day where you do you do a lot of that versus throughout the week because you feel it towards the end of the week. This week, I felt it towards the end of the week, like where. It's not that we're doing more than our capacity right now, but it is, it's close. Yeah. And if we don't continue to focus on God, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. if we don't continue to focus on God, if we don't continue praying, if we don't continue communicating with each other, yeah, um, like intent, intentfully, right? Gosh, I'm just making the words up today. <laughs> intentfully hey, do throw, things. Throw a word at me. I'll make it up. <laughs> That's what I do. I just make words up. Jeez. Where in the world did that come from? Intentfully. I had to understand. It's a new word. You're welcome. Yeah. Gosh. But if we don't communicate like that, if we don't do those things, yeah, the, the capacity is going to drain out faster, right? Or, or, or and reach to the so max then faster. We become irrelevant in the areas that we really need yeah. to the, the have most, matter. The most, um, like the, the thing I worry about the most is when we switch on a coaching call and I am like, I don't know if I could do this mentally. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me the most. Yeah. Because, we do that coaching. Like I'm with that person. Like we, it's basically like inviting him into our house, sitting across from the table with them and going like, how's it going? Yeah. And like, having the deepest spill it. conversations. Yeah. 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 Spill it. And, and going that route. And I've always, I'm always, that's the most nervous thing. You know, that's always high on my list. Like I have to be ready mm-hmm. to get on these. I don't want to be halfway invested in it. I don't want to be, Every now and then I yawn and I feel so bad 
if I yawn because I'm like, and I try to fight it so much, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's not that I'm not there or yeah. focused, but it's just like all of a sudden your body's like, you're about to yawn. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, you're not boring me at all. Believe me. Like, this is super interesting to me. <laughs> Brad's body, you're about to yawn. No, yeah. bro, I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. That's my ADD. <laughs> Kicking in, right? <laughs> no, so to tie this in, right? So we're not just talking about ourselves. Um, it's, it's you're going through crisis in your marriage. Or life or whatever. Or life. <laughs> all the stressors that you have. And you're feeling like you're drowning. Two things you need to look at. One, you know, where's your walk with God, right? And even if you have a strong walk with God, this happens. Yeah. This happens. You start feeling like you're drowning. You have to take a step back and go, okay, where is, where, what is filling up the capacity I have right now? Mm-hmm. So like my, you know, like a bag right? My bag, I'm only strong enough to carry this much in my bag right now. The more I do that though, the stronger I'm going to get. My bag will get bigger and I can carry more, carry more, carry more. You know, of course there's going to be a point where it's like you're, you're topped. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know where that point is it's through God. He's just going to continue strengthening you to be able to have more capacity to yeah. be able to do more things. But if you're feeling like you're drowning and you feel scatterbrained and you're looking around and you're like, I don't know how I can get all this done. I don't know what I could do, blah, blah. Well, there's probably, there is 100% something you need to say no to mm-hmm. and you need to start intentionally guarding your schedule, yep. your calendar. You need to look at what's important. What's really important, mm-hmm. right? Is, you know. I can't even think of an example right now, but what's really important and what's not. Yeah. I mean, it's in, an interesting thing and in what we would encourage you, whether you are in crisis mode or not, because crisis will make your world small mm-hmm. in a flash. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, all these things that you let fill every corner mm-hmm. of your life. You don't care about anymore. Are no longer relevant. Yeah. And anyone who's been through any kind of large event in your life, you recognize this, right? Mm-hmm. You've experienced a death in a family or there's illness or some kind of trauma in your yeah. marriage or whatever. You realize like all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, that doesn't matter. Yeah, And it's really important. I think it's frequently important to evaluate your life through that lens of like, what is really important here? Because... I think our our human tendency, especially in culture now, is if you're not going, 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 Mm -hmm. then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, and especially I I would say I will pick on the parental aspect of this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, If your kids are not involved in this many sports or this many activities, Mm -hmm then you clearly are failing <laughs> as a parent. I mean, there's that pressure, just oh, like that saying, pressure. You're saying like, that's what people think. Yes, okay, they, okay. they just are always feeling like, okay, I have to have this, 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 and this. Right. And so, when, especially when you are trying to heal in your marriage and you are spending, but this is on a low end, four nights a week at a sporting event for a child. Yeah. And that's on a low end. Like that, like literally people are spending every single night. Like where are you getting the chance Mm -hmm. to actually heal and grow 
your marriage. Yeah. Because your emotional capacity, <laughs> your investment <clears throat> of yeah. time in this area is all consuming. And so then we begin to give like this leftover mentality to the areas of our life that actually need to have the prioritization. It's like, and, and it is a tendency we see so often, and it is an area I think that can lead to crisis, mm-hmm. right? Because if you've decided to live your life through that lens, your whole life, you know, you, you got kids and then you, you do that, your, their entire, you know, they're growing up all that stuff and, and you've got, nothing left for your spouse, mm-hmm. you know? And so maybe like you, you've mentioned, you go on a date on anniversary, yeah, right? You make sure that's a priority. Like, Oh, this is a special day. Yeah. This is the day we got married. So we, day gotta, we got married. We yeah. got to go celebrate that. But other than that, there's no intentional investment in one another throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And then people are wondering, why do I feel disconnected? How do I yeah. not know you anymore? Yeah. And people seek, emotional connection even men absolutely like seek emotional connection so if your spouse is if you and your spouse if your capacity is already filled and it's you know it's nine o'clock at night and you're done for the day kids are in bed or if you don't have any kids you're just back from the day right Mm -hmm. you're finally able to sit down with your wife or with your husband and you guys are so your capacity is filled and then you think you're going to give leftovers. You're not. You're just going to sit there, you know. And then maybe. Here, here's a here. Let me pick on people even a little further. You have the sports schedule, but okay, you finally sit down next to each other, and then the entire time you're sitting next to each other, both of you are on phones. Yeah. And you make no. <clears throat> and I'm not because saying we're, we're perfect at this because we no, are not. No, 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 no. We're not. But this is. <laughs> This is the, it's, it comes back to how much capacity you have to deal with things because the phone is not an emotional connection, mm. right? It's not, I mean, I guess we're, we're using fight, it as an artificial, or you could fight it to say that maybe it's, you know, a social, clearly a social connection, but also it's, it's, um, I don't have to interact if I don't want, I don't have to think I can just scroll. Mm-hmm. right and like keep scrolling mindless connection. mindless connection keep scrolling i don't have to have any investment in this mm-hmm. i don't like it i ignore it yep i don't like it. i ignore it i don't want to hear it i don't have to hear it you know oh i like that oh that kind of makes you chuckle okay next thing oh, right? this one got a heart yeah you know so <laughs> it's it's not inherently bad but what it is is you're done for the day you're done you're tapped. There's nothing else more you can give. There's nothing else more you want to receive. Nothing. You're done. And so you're just spending, you know, an hour, two hours, whatever. I don't know how late people go to bed. I like to be in bed by 10. Right? So, <laughs> no, you do, baby. <laughs> so, you know, you spend that time doing nothing and then going to bed. And it sucks because you're not connecting with your your wife. You're not connecting with your husband. And maybe at the beginning, it's like no big deal. Everything's still kind of good, but that's going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And where are you getting filled emotionally, right? Where's your capacity getting filled? Like you're going to seek something out. Mm -hmm. And that's the dangerous part of, of this is you're going to seek something out. So, so you're going to seek out that girl you work with. 
like just random talking because during the day you're fine. Mm. right during lunch you're fine like my capacity isn't filled i'm good so now i could talk about all my things talk about what bothers me talk about all these things that, that guy you, really listens to me that you should <laughs> be talking to your spouse about right but you're instead you're unloading to talk to other people seeking whatever from other people and then all of a sudden that grows and that grows and it grows i don't care if you're both married like as it grows you're disconnecting from your actual wife, from mm -hmm. your actual husband. Like, I hate the whole, like, oh, it's my work wife. Oh, it's my work. Like, come on, stop. Like, like, I don't understand that, first of all. Like, I, <laughs> you know, some people my are so witty. is when you get on right? your little tangents. Well, it's just like, come on. Like, I don't have a work wife. I don't have a work husband. Like, first of all, that would be weird. <laughs> I have friends at work, right? And... And they know me to an extent, right? And then I have closer friends that know me to a more, a better extent. Then I have you mm -hmm. that knows me, knows me, right? So for me to open up fully like I would to you with somebody at work, I mean, uh, I guess I'm, as I'm talking about it, I could see not with the opposite sex. I could see kind of a little bit where you open up a little bit more to someone that's close to you. Cause you're like, Hey man, I, you know, I kind of need advice. That's, mm -hmm. that's different. As long as you're doing the same thing with your wife or your husband, right? As long as you're still seeking that. So if you're my, basically what I'm saying is you're going to find a way to talk about it at some point, but it's not going to be with your spouse when you have the quiet time, because by the time you have the quiet time, your capacity's done. Mm -hmm. You're filled. You're done. You're like, there's nothing. I do not want anything else. I don't want to think anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not tired. So I'm just going to stay up and do these things. And then we're going to bed like mm -hmm. period. And then you wonder why, why am I not having sex anymore? Well, you're not, there's no like, emotional. Connection. Why, why, why do you think you're not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're, you're investing in everything else versus investing in your spouse. Yeah. Right. We're not emotionally connected anymore. Well, of course you're not. Like, what do you expect? Right. Like, I mean, you can see as this happens now, like you're hearing this right now, you can see it happening. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you're in that boat right now, then maybe save some of that capacity that you talk to people at work about what's going on in your life. Save it for your wife. Or online. Or online. Like, yeah. save that for your actual wife. Or your husband. Well, clearly. Yes, I'm just specifying for those that are listening. Like, a lot of times... Like, I don't have a wife. <laughs> well, I know. You have a husband, okay? Like, <laughs> we, just caveat real quick. We, we are... We, we... When we give advice, we are giving it to both spouses. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, look at yeah, yourself, yeah. please. Don't just yeah. look at don't, your spouse. Don't do the, like, you know, in the crowd where... You're, like someone mm, says something and then all the women are like, yeah. And it's like, no, no, I'm talking to you too. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Stop <laughs> clapping. Like. Yeah. It's you're, you're so right. And this is, this is an area that most physical affairs start with emotional connection, first of all. Um, and then when we pursue emotional connection with our spouse, it does lead to physical connection. It does lead yeah. to, intimacy real intimacy yeah. which is really knowing your spouse and that's what people crave right we want to be fully known fully loved mm -hmm. fully heard and yet we want that with with 
a lot of times with the reality of we don't want to work for it. No. We just want it. Yeah. You know, like, I just want you to know who I am. Like, yeah. no, just, you should know me, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, that's the reality yeah. of like people are like, well, I, we've been married for this long. Like you should already know that. I shouldn't have to tell you that. Yeah. That's, I mean, just what brings that up or what comes to my head when you're saying that is the intent, the, the reboots, the marriage reboots we've done those weekends. Yeah. We've done, right. And at some point during there, you just see like epiphany light bulbs. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Or this is why you respond this way. And these, these people have been married, you know, 10 plus years. Mm. And it's like, I didn't know that about you. And it's like, man. And I think like, I think there's probably something I don't know about you. Like, you know, I mean, just, it's just the way it is. Right. But it's not because I'm not trying. Yeah, and it's not because I'm hiding something. Exactly. So those are like all distinctions, right? If you feel like you're having to hide something from your spouse, if you feel like I can't be, you know, emotionally vulnerable with my spouse because there's these hidden areas in my life, well, that's a warning sign. I mean, shoot, you had to pull something out of me the other day, and it wasn't that I was, like for me, it wasn't that I was hiding it, but it was like I didn't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing bad. It was nothing like, you know, I don't want people on there. Well, well, oh no, what's going on? <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up. He's about to say something. Here hot it comes. Gas, hot gas. I knew it. I knew it. No, it's something <laughs> like that. It's just something I was dealing with, but I didn't know how to like verbalize, uh, verbalize the emotions that I was going through or my thoughts that I was going in my head. Didn't know how to do it. And finally I did. It was all like goofy. I felt a way like, you know, like looking at a, you know, two-year-old writing, you know, in crown when I was trying to explain it. That's what I felt. I was like, crayon. Yeah. What did I say? I I had to sound weird. In colors. Yes. (laughs) Gosh. So anyway, that's what I felt like when I was explaining it. Cause I just didn't know. And I told you, I don't know. Mm -hmm. First I told you I'll be okay. Like it's okay. I didn't say nothing was wrong. It's an interesting thing that you bring this up because I think especially when people have experienced crisis Mm. in marriage like that, I'll be fine or I feel Mm. weird or just something is like those things can so cause the spouse that has been betrayed to just like go off into a crazy land. Like, and it all does go into capacity, right? Protecting capacity Mm because it's like, the conversations are important to have because you can literally just be living in a world of your own making. Yeah. You know, like where you have made decisions about your spouse or the way that they are Mm -hmm. handling things or what they're thinking and you're living there, but it is like a world of your own making. Yeah. So one thing I've never said, I feel weird. That's, I'm just specifying. I know, but that's what you say, and I don't like it when you say it. All right? So it's not like you're like, and for the betrayed, when they say I feel like, no, 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 no. You say I feel weird, and I don't like it. Because it makes me feel weird when you say that. And I'm like, what is going on? So, I don't so like, no one say I feel yeah, weird, guys, okay? That's on, do not say this. It's on the top. Do not say right. this. No. Um, so for me, so, okay, two things. How do you build capacity? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, my capacity hits. It's not so much how busy my schedule is. I'm getting better at that. And you know that. You are. (laughs) Yes, you are, babe. Yeah. So it's it's not so much anymore how busy the schedule is, even though I will complain sometimes. Like, babe, 
seriously, you know, like, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm, st- I'm still just fine. Right. So it's not that for me, when my capacity gets filled quickly is when I'm having to not to tell my story, but I'm having to go into my story, like go back mm. right into my story multiple times, mm-hmm. not in one setting. That's different, but multiple times throughout the week, then at some point my capacity does get tapped. Yeah. Like I'm done. And, and that happens. It happens. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And, and that's, so that's what fills my capacity. It's not so much schedule. We're busy. Right. And, and I, and I won't complain about that because that's like, God's given us this, right? Like, and, and it's busy for a reason. Right. So we're busy and the kids are busy and we're busy with the kids too. And we, but we do carve out time to have family time. We carve out time to have our time. Like we Mm -hmm. do that all the time and regularly and our weekends are sacred, right? Like we, we save our weekends for us, you know, like for us as a family, for us as a couple, we, we do that. So schedule wise yeah our schedule is a little busy but i don't my capacity doesn't fill with my schedule really mm-hmm. it fills because i have that intentional downtime that i do a lot and honestly working out helps out a lot mm-hmm. like i think that's part of building capacity but anyway yeah so you're protecting that. capacity for sure you want to protect like your time and investment in yeah. what you're doing and your calendar. And- but doing, but what I'm getting at though is even though we do that, there's still times my capacity gets, gets filled. Deep. Your, your capacity gets filled too. And for me specifically, it's when we're doing all this stuff and it's like having not to relive moments, but having to go back into them mm-hmm. and go like, Hey, well during this time, man, I get what you're saying because this, 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 and starting to really, dive into those things yeah my capacity gets filled a lot faster and by the end of the week or by three days i'm like i need a reset i need it's not that i can't do anything it's that i need to take a step back for a minute and like, remember who you are yeah like remember what god has done like so building things. capacity first of all you know i looked up how to build capacity because the internet has got everything Right. How to build emotional capacity. And some of it I think was good. And listen, I looked at this list quick. This could be some doctor on emotional capacity and emotional uh, IQ. Basically, that's, you know, all these things that whatever. So it's someone that spent their like, like this is their thing, right? I just glanced over this. (laughs) But one of the things was to take control of your own emotions. Right. And I think I think that's a big that's a big part of it for sure and they had some other good you know things in there reevaluate your schedule look at what's going on around you all these things but ultimately for me to build capacity was literally waiting on god like that's really that's really how my capacity was built because i mean think about it even through like our, our story, right. Going through our story, like there's no way, I don't think that there's a way that, um, you know, moving back in, rebuilding trust, reconciling all these things that you could have added more than just that. Right. 
Like if you would have started adding more than just, hey, for lack of better terms, here's the checklist, right? Here's the checklist I need to do to start rebuilding trust, right? And I get it. It's not so much a checklist. I'm not saying 100% it's a checklist, but there some, of, are, some of the women are like, yes, please. Yeah, checklist. Give, like, give me the checklist. Where's that PDF on the checklist? <laughs> I need it. We get it, we get it. It's just yeah. what you're saying is go yeah. to God and Yeah, it's not so much a checklist, but it's like this is these is this is what I need to do. The most important thing. The most important things to build trust, mm-hmm. to rebuild to help rebuild this marriage. These are the things I need to do. If I was trying to do that and so I was doing that and my career. Mm-hmm. That was my capacity at that moment. Mm-hmm. And my and my my relationship with God, but that that goes into the rebuilding of trust, right? Yeah. Like that was my focus, that was my capacity at that time. Yeah. If during that time, let's say at church, right? Let's talk about a good thing. If during that time, church was like, "Hey, you know what? I I think you'd be I think you'd be a good fit to help in the prayer room." Like one, do you know me? Cause I'm a, I'm a wreck right now. <laughs> so I don't know if I could, <laughs> yeah. God but, can use wrecks. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> but in that moment, like in that season, yeah, you had to I could it. not say yes to something at church. Yeah. You had to receive my capacity that. was where it was. Like I could not add anything more to it. If I would have said yes to that, it would have been detrimental to what we were trying to do. Yeah, right. So, so you, good. you can't, and that could be a good thing. That's why, that's why specifically I'm like church. Yeah. Right. You may have to say no to good things. Yes. That's, and that's a, that's a hard, that's something very, very hard to do. That's something we've done multiple times Yeah. and every single time it's hard. Mm-hmm. Every single time we pray about it before, like legitimately pray about it. Not like right before, like God, you know, let this be the right thing. No, I'm not doing that. No, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We, you know, really pray about it. Before we give our no's or our yeses to whatever we're doing, because it, it could be this great thing and it could look awesome. But if I say yes to that, what I'm doing here with my capacity for rebuilding trust, for restoring our marriage, for my walk with Christ, for um, mending a relationship with my kids, whatever it is. That's the most important thing now. That one yes can fracture or strain what you're trying to do. And all of a sudden you have the, no capacity yeah. to do it. And so my big thing was when God said move, I moved. And guess what happened? My capacity grew. Mm. Right? As we've done this, when God has said moved, we moved. And what's happened? Our capacity has grown. Yeah, and I'll say this. If God is not asking you to move yeah. and you move in your own strength, mm-hmm. your capacity does not increase. <laughs> no, You end up completely depleted because yeah. you are rushing ahead. And I think during times of like where you're having to work on healing, you know, we want to rush ahead. Of course. Like you, you want to be able to. I would have loved to skip years. Yes. I mean, isn't that, isn't that everyone's wish, you know, in that yeah. time? Cause you don't want to have to feel that depletion anymore. And, and you're absolutely right. We have had to say no to a lot of good things to pay attention to the God things, mm-hmm. to pay attention to what really matters. You may have to say no to friendships. Yeah. 
And yeah. you may have to say no to extended family. Mm-hmm. Like there may be people in your life right now that are not meant to be speaking into where you are. Mm-hmm. And if you want to protect your emotional capacity, it's important for you to recognize who's speaking into your relationship and your life. Because mm-hmm. if you are allowing the wrong voices yeah. or you get caught up in other people's crisis, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, when you yourself are needing to heal, um, you will get depleted so quickly. Yeah, And, you know, and then it comes to that point where, Especially if you're allowing people to, I would say specifically if you're dealing with a fair recovery, if mm-hmm. you are going to people who are doing this, they may be a really good friend or a really good family member. I don't know how you're doing this. Yeah. I could never do what you're doing. Like, I mean, that's great, but that person's probably going to do the same thing again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if you are like allowing that to mm-hmm. be like the voice that you're hearing externally all the time, like you are doing yourself and your marriage a disservice. Yeah. Like, and they, there's so many people who will do that. It, it's, you may need to cut off some friendships and you may need to not have some conversations with family members because if you're living it, living this out and this is what God has asked you to do and you guys are willing to do the work, then you need to focus on that mm-hmm. miracle and you need to focus in on, no, we're doing this. We're going to work towards healing. We're going to work on this marriage and we'll do whatever it takes. And we'll say no to whoever we need to in the meantime. So it is, you know, you talk often about being ruthless and I think it incorporates in so many areas, right? The voices that you allow to speak into your marriage, into your life. And this goes at any stage. Let's be real. Oh, that's what I was. I mean, (laughs) you don't have to be in crisis to have a filled capacity to be depleted, to, you know, um, to start like having that wedge come between mm-hmm. you and a relationship. It doesn't yep. just have to be your wife or your husband. It could be just a really, but yeah, you don't have to be in crisis. This could be as simple as, you know, you're just doing too much, right? One of the biggest I things wager that most people are, most people, hundred percent. Most people are. And I, and I, what was it two years ago when we went to Florida for the, the coaching thing close to two about two years ago that was when there was a chart that said stop doing chart and that chart to me was one of the most important uh, to me Mm -hmm. right it's not the most important chart you know whatever right but to me that was the one where i was like whoa okay let me look at this and there's two things on that list that were good things that i've been doing for a long time Mm-hmm. And I knew if I wanted to move as God was telling me to move, mm-hmm. I had to stop those two things as good as they were. And they were four. They were that I was, I was put in those positions because of what God was telling me to do mm-hmm. back when I did it. But it, then things changed. And at that point it was like, you know, I'm telling you to do all this stuff, but you, you can't. You need to let go of things. And so I had to say no to a couple of good things. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? My capacity grew. And then we and could step into what God was calling us yes. to instead of being focused in on the things that others wanted us to be called yeah. to. Yeah. 
There's and there's a very distinct huge difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. Right? It doesn't always make sense to the outsider looking in when God's calling you to do something. Yeah. Right? But yeah. to them, they might be like, well, that person would be a great fit yeah. in X. Mm-hmm. Right? And man, I need to get them. They're, they're going to be good. They should be doing this. And this is all God's work. Like, they should be doing this. And it's like, well, that, but that's not what God's calling me Just to do. Just because you're good in an area doesn't mean you're called to an area. Exactly. No, that is so good. Oh it's just gosh. like, please, yeah. like, there are always, you know, especially specifically, I think in the church world, we get to this point, like, oh, that person seems like they have a great capacity for this area, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't serve and stretch and figure out what that is. Like, please. You should absolutely serve in your church. Yeah, don't misunderstand right. anything I'm saying. It's just if you are specifically talking about what does God have for me, mm-hmm. um, you don't actually have to have someone else be the person that reveals that to you. Like, go to God and, and ask him to reveal yeah. that to you. And then use people as confirmation for that. Yep. You know, um, seek a counsel. Counsel mm-hmm. is good. It's just, just because you're good does not mean you're called to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you can be good at that are not your purpose. Yeah. And so it, it's like we know God has honed in our purpose yep. and he keeps honing it in. Does that make sense? It, it's yeah. like, it, it's like the, the lane keeps getting smaller. Well, everything gets more focused. So you're not, it, it's the whole thing of you're never going to stop learning or you can never like, you're never going to stop getting better at something. Right. And that goes along with learning something. Right. So, yeah, the more the more God's refining you to do these things. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, mainly, I think it's like this reality of knowing that our emotional capacity has a really big impact in every area in our life. And if you have nothing left to give. That's that is not helping you in any area of your life Mm -mm. and so you do have to safeguard this when it's completely depleted and empty it takes longer to fill and you have to really be intentional about what it takes to fill your emotional capacity to fill that tank and you have to be very realistic about what empties it and then you have to make sure that you can balance out your life your time who you hang around with what you're doing your investment in your spouse, mm-hmm. keeping that level of if you're in crisis, that healing has to be takes a lot of your emotional capacity. Yeah. That's a big drain right now, mm-hmm. and so it's important to know to see that to know it, yeah, <laughs> and and protect it. It really is. You have to protect it. Ask God to increase, mm-hmm. move in God's purpose. All of those things. Yeah, it's important. That's all. what about a challenge for this week i don't know you always ask me these challenges and then i feel like i go on another rant i know but i like it i don't know i mean if you oh sorry just hit shaked everything and hit the camera and all (laughs) um if you need to look at your look in the mirror and and be truthful and really figure out like what what do I need to say no to? What maybe I need to say yes to some things, but mm. what is it that I need to do to help build my emotional capacity to help build my capacity, period. 
Yeah. Right. My spiritual capacity, whatever it is, like, what is it that you need to look at in your life to do? Or is your life too busy? Mm-hmm. Right. Is, is there, is there time? There's always time. So if your life, if you're trying to fill every minute of every day with something, you're dropping off something, right? Like if my capacity, if I don't have my capacity is, is tapped, then I'm not going to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. I won't be a good spouse. Like there's somewhere it's going to drop off. And so you need to look and see like, what's your schedule look like? And, and we know, don't, don't, don't go like, well, right now, you know, it's a bit, we get it. Like we mm-hmm. get there's busy times Well, we understand that. But there's also times that you're, that during this busy time, is it really, is, can, is it really busy or are you making it really busy? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, are you, you know, cause work can get busy, mm-hmm. you know, um, like what we do, right? Like work's busy, come home, we got coaching, like we're busy. But there's still time, right? Could we fill it? Yeah, 100%. We could keep filling it all the way. Is my tendency to fill it? Yes. Yes, yes it is. (laughs) We could keep filling it, but we don't. But So we are busy, but there's time that we intentionally say, no. Like this is is part of our time. Because you're going to blink, your kids are going to be out of the house. Mm. And then it's just going to be you two. And what have you been doing? Have you been investing or not? Because then, then you're going to have to start investing. You're going to have to start. Mm. And gosh, like how it can be done. Yeah. But wow. Like think of all. to make up for a lot of ground mm, that you've yeah. given up. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, I think the challenge is just literally re- evaluate your schedule. Evaluate your, your life. Yeah. That's really what I mean. Don't let crisis necessitate it. Yeah, I mean, like, really, yep. please don't. As soon as crisis hits, everything stops that you don't care about, really care about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you realize how much time you really do have. And you know what? Your kid will be okay if you don't do sports for this year. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, just just really taking the time to, to say, like, okay, what mm-hmm. matters most for this marriage, for this family right mm-hmm. now in this season? What does God have for us? I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see y'all next week.